0: Hello and welcome to the Good Friday episode in our 2020 Holy Week series. So continuing with our series, I will discuss the significance of Jesus' death without trying to make it into some kind of metaphysical transaction or really talking about it in any other way than it's just very simple and that can relate directly to current world events that are affecting us all right now. So, Good Friday is when we remember Jesus' death. And the fact that Jesus was killed, and not just killed, but tortured horribly, and publicly executed, in fact, that meant that his followers were confronted with evil in the most direct and immediate way. Now, as human beings, we all try very hard to avoid evil when I say evil, I just mean anything bad. So we expend a lot of energy hedging against bad things happening. We try to tell ourselves that if we do this or that, then we'll be safe. And I've been thinking of this recently because of the COVID-19 pandemic. And actually, in my next series, I plan to talk about the pandemic and Elizabeth Kubler-Ross's five stages of grief. I've been seeing so much of of three of those stages in particular in people's response to the pandemic, those being denial, anger, and bargaining. And all three of those are ways that we try to avoid feeling the pain of loss. And everyone does this. We all do it to some extent, and we probably do it any time that we experience loss, not just major things, but even small things as well. And, no matter how much we try to avoid it, reality does have a tendency to confront us with evil in the end. This is a good thing, because evil is part of reality, and we'll never be happy avoiding reality. Jesus' death demonstrates that this is what life is really like. It's risky, and chaotic, and senseless. This is what spirituality really means. It's not just going off and being peaceful and content on a mountaintop. It's doing the tough job that needs to be done. And when great teachers like Jesus arise, not only do they go largely unappreciated by both the authorities and the masses, but either or both of these groups can even turn on them and kill them. And that's messed up but that is reality. The world is what it is. It's not what we wish it was. And in the midst of the world's injustice and chaos, God keeps giving. Love continues to serve. The kindest and the most dedicated people still show up and do what they need to do, despite the risks. That's what Jesus did. And today, that's what countless people are doing in hospitals all around the world. They're working under stressful conditions, and they are risking their lives. And there are, too, also people working in all kinds of essential jobs, taking risks as well. And all these, like Jesus, for whatever reason, whether they're doing it out of a sense of calling or whether they're doing it just because they have to financially, Regardless of that, they are doing the most important work, which in this case is also the riskiest work. In John 15, verse 13, Jesus says, There is no greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. And this is what the sacrifice of Jesus' life means. That he risked everything to serve those whom he cared about. Now, those of us who are not called to serve at the front lines in responding to the COVID-19 pandemic right now can certainly be grateful for those who do, and we can do our best to support them. And at the same time, we can think about how we may be called to step up to the plate as well. Especially because we're only at the very beginning of this crisis, and so much of the fallout from this will be economic And we can guess that there are going to be a lot of people suffering, a lot of people in need. So now is the time to be confronting the reality of how very bad things are and considering what we need to be doing. You can ask yourself, what is the most important job that you might be called to do in the months ahead? And it's okay if the most important job you have to do is just to survive. That will be the case for some people. And for some, the most important job will be whatever it is you do for a living. Or taking care of family members. For those of us that have a little extra time, energy, resources of whatever kind, we may be needed to do something more to serve others. And now is a good time to consider what that might look like to ask what our neighbors' needs are, or what they will be, and how we might be able to serve them. Recently, I've seen a couple of uh, online articles about the Sikh community in New York, who have been serving meals since approximately the beginning of the COVID-19 crisis. And I see that, and I think, oh man, that is exactly what organized religion is supposed to look like. That is an example of a response that is beyond denial, anger, bargaining, or depression. It's just facing the situation and getting to work. That's what acceptance can look like. Not just letting things be, but getting real with the situation so you can do what needs to be done. So, as Jesus did not run away from his responsibilities, let us not avoid our own as Jesus chose to do the most important and the riskiest work in a chaotic and dangerous world. world. Let us also choose to do the most important work that we have before us. And now in closing closing our our message, I want to say a prayer for you. I want to say a prayer of strengthening. I don't know who all listens to this podcast, but I do know at least a few people who listen or have been listening and I know that they are amazing individuals who are doing very good and very important work in the world. And if you think I might be talking about you, then yes, the the answer is I am, actually. Um probably I mean every every person I can think of that I know that's that's left a comment or that's, you know, mentioned that they were listening. I know that you all are doing very important work, even if it might not seem that way to you. And even for those of you that I'm not aware of as a listener, you know, the kind of person who would listen to this kind of thing (laughs) is just the conscientious type. So I have no doubt that you also are doing good and important work in the world. So to each one of you, please remember that the world needs you now more than ever. It really does. It needs your perseverance. It needs your kindness, your insight and wisdom. The world needs you showing up every day, just doing what you need to do. So thank you for doing that. And now I invite you to take some deep breaths with me. And I invite you to open your hands and with the palms facing upward, Receive the blessing. Hey, you too, Brandon. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I was talking about you. You're included. Okay, so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's pray. (laughs) Dear God, I ask for your blessing upon each person that is listening and hearing these words. I pray that each one of them you would strengthen, that you would inspire that they would wake up in the morning feeling that they are there to do your work that day. Feeling that you are with them, that they have a purpose, that they're serving a greater mission in life. Because I know that they are. Father, you know that they are. You know the purpose that you have in mind. And you know how their lives touch others. You know how others are supported by them, even in ways that they may not see themselves. So I pray that each person listening to this would continue to be a light, would continue to be a beacon of your love in the darkness of the world, just as Jesus was and is, as his light continues to shine through those that know him pray these things in his name. Amen. And now we will sing a classic hymn, which is called My Song is Love Unknown.
1: This song is love unknown, my Savior's love to me, love to the loveless shore. strange and none the long for Christ would not. But oh, my friend, my friend indeed, who at my need his life did spend. Sometimes they strew. Sounding all the day, hosannas to their King. Then crucify is all their wrath, and for his death they thirst and cry. Why, what has my Lord done to cause this rage and slouch? and needs will have. My dear Lord made a way. A murderer, they save the prince of life. They say yet cheerfully to suffering souls that he his foes from thence might free. Here might I stay no story so divine Never was love, dear King Never was faith like mine This is my friend In whose sweet grace I hope my days would let please.
0: Thank you. Alright, before we sign off, I just want to let you know that we're going to take a break tomorrow, Holy Saturday, and then we will resume with the final episode on Sunday, Easter Sunday. Alright, thank you so much for listening. God bless.